Hello and welcome to Truth vs. Hype. We are in Mangalore in Karnataka to examine one of the most incendiary claims made by the BJP in this election campaign. That is, workers are being killed by what they call jihadist forces and that the Congress government in Karnataka is hand in glove with the attackers. It's a claim that was made initially by state leaders but is now being repeated by virtually every national leader as they descend in Karnataka. चौबीस से ज्यादा कार्यकर्ताओं की हत्या हुई जैसे हमारे युवा कार्यकर्ता राजू की हत्या हुई है नाउ द रीजन व्हाई वी कम टू मैंगलोर टू इन्वेस्टिगेट दिस बिकॉज इट्स दिस एंटायर कोस्टल बेल्ट ऑफ कर्नाटका वेर मोस्ट ऑफ द किलिंग्स हैव टेकन प्लेस एंड विच द बीजेपी क्लेम्स इज अ हब ऑफ जिहादिस्ट फोर्सेज द ट्रूथ एज वी शेल सी इज फार मोर कॉम्प्लेक्स The core of the BJP's allegation is based on this letter written by its Udupi Chikmagalur MP Shobha Karandlaje in July last year to the Home Minister listing the murder of 23 Sangh Parivar activists by what she called jihadi forces. Seven names on that list are from coastal Karnataka. That letter has been debunked more than once. The state government has found that in 14 cases the killings had no Muslim link. An investigation by scroll.in also came to similar findings. Some of those killed it was found was because of personal enmity, the murder being ordered by family members. There were cases of suicide. According to the police, one BJP man, Praveen Pujari, was killed not by Muslims but by Hindutva vigilantes because he was transporting cattle. Hindu Jagran Vidike. These people waylaid the um, transport vehicle. in which about 3 cows were being transported okay. and three people were there in the vehicle yes. and uh, they were assaulted around 10:45 uh, uh, 11 o'clock this mr pravin pujar uh, dies in the hospital in fact the first name on the list ashok pujari is alive we meet him in his village 2 hours outside mangalore aapka naam jo ek list banaya tha bjp ne कि 23 लोग हमारा कार्यकर्ता का मर्डर हो गया उसमें सबसे पहले नंबर वन लिस्ट आपका था लेकिन आप तो जिंदा हैं कैसे मतलब मैं आपके ऊपर अटैक हुआ था अटैक हुआ ना वो टाइम में मरना जैसा था पुजारी बीजेपी बजरंग दल वर्कर वॉज अटैक्ट बट सर्वाइव्ड सात सिर्फ में सात शरीर में बट एनी भगवान की कृपा से आप बच गए बच गए तो बीजेपी के लोगो ने कुछ आपको फोन करके बताया कि आपका नाम गलत आ गया लिस्ट में किसका फोन आया था शोभा करंदा जी को उसका उनका शोभा करंदा जी का फोन किया क्या बोला क्या बोलो तो गलत में आपका नाम लिस्ट में आ गया और आपके ऊपर किसने अटैक किया था किसका मेरा वो कौन प्रशांत का अटैक हुआ ना वो प्रशांत पूजा ऐसा बोलो तो मेरे का अटैक किया और आप है आप क्या बजरंग दल में हैं बजरंग दल में बीजेपी में बजरंग दल बीजेपी में शुरू से शुरू सक्रिय नहीं थोड़ा हिंदू कार्यकर्ता हिंदू कार्यकर्ता बीजेपी कार्यकर्ता तो आपको उन्होंने पहचाना कैसे मेरा पैसा नहीं लेकिन क्या केसर साल था ना इसमें बनाते है ना हम लोग बैंड से आने के टाइम में सब बना दिया सुबह है ना ठंडी रहेगा ठंडी रहता ना ऐसा okay. बनाते बाद में क्या ये कार्यकर्ता बजरंग दल कार्यकर्ता प्रशांत पूजारी ऐसा बोलो तो मेरे को बीजेपी सब्सिक्वेंटली क्लैरिफाइड दैट दे हैड इन फैक्ट सेंटर फ्रेश लेटर 
to the Home Minister last year in which they accepted that Pujari was alive and placed him on the injured list. However, in that list, the number of workers killed reduced from 23 to 20. And yet the party continues to cite the figure of 23 or 24 as the number of workers killed. Now let's turn our attention to the nine examples on the BJP list where by the state government's own admission, the victims are Hindutva workers and the attackers are Muslim. In almost all of the cases, the accused are members of the Popular Front of India, the extremist Muslim outfit with its roots in Kerala, but now spreading to other states in South India. Prominent amongst them, Prashant Pujari from the Bajrang Dal, murdered. Charan Pujari, an RSS activist with a criminal record, killed in August 2016. And Sharat Madiwala, also an RSS activist from Mangalore, killed in July last year. In all cases, the police have arrested men with links to PFI. But the claim that only BJP workers are killed is not matched by ground reality. In January this year, Deepak Rao, a BJP activist who ran a mobile shop, was brutally murdered in Mangalore's Surat Kaleria. The first arrests in the case were made within moments of the attack. In the next two weeks, a total of 11 men had been arrested, all Muslims. Police told us that of the 11 accused, two of them, Irfan and Mangalore Rafiq, had links to the Popular Front of India. The police action didn't prevent a high-pitched political escalation around the killing. Rao's body taken in a procession by Sangh Parivar outfits. His murder even making it to protests at Parliament by the BJP. But what the BJP outrage machine conveniently forgot to acknowledge was that within seven hours of the Deepak Rao killing, CCTV footage would capture grainy images of a brutal assault taking place at a busy junction in Mangalore. Abdul Bashir, who ran a fast food restaurant, attacked with knives. He was taken to hospital but couldn't be saved. In their investigation, the police claimed that the Bashir killing was a revenge for the murder of Deepak Rao, that Hindutva groups wanted to kill any Muslim in retaliation. Eleven men were arrested, almost all of whom had links to Hindutva outfits. Some, like Srijith, the police say, came from neighbouring Kerala. These are images of them being taken to the site where they conceal their weapons. The Deepak Rao Bashir action reaction are far more reflective of the reality of violence in coastal Karnataka, where the BJP and the Bajrangdal versus the PFI are locked in a cycle of revenge killings, with innocents often being caught up in collateral damage. By one estimate, the Bajrang Dal, amongst other Hindutva outfits, has been accused in the murder of at least nine Muslims across Karnataka, some of them members of the PFI. The official data on communal violence goes some way to capturing the trend of increasing communal violence in the district of Mangalore. In 2013, when the Congress government came to power, the number of instances captured were four, increasing to 70 in 2015, fell next year to 20 in 2016. For 2017, we have incomplete data and the number tells us, tells us that there were 40 instances of communal violence. But a far more comprehensive log of hate crimes is being kept here by Suresh Bhatt, 
a member of PUCL. Using mainly newspaper reports, he has for almost a decade tried to log the actions of extremist groups in Dakshin Kannada. While murders make headlines, Mr. Bhatt's data sheds light on the more commonplace instances of communal provocation in the district of Mangalore virtually on an everyday basis, like moral policing, disruption of interfaith relationships. Such instances by Hindutva outfits in the district of Mangalore have risen from 73 in 2010 to 125 in 2017, while moral policing by Muslim outfits in the district of Mangalore have risen from 2 in 2010 to 11 in 2015, falling to 5 in 2017. Instances of cattle vigilantism have risen from 4 to 22. Incidents of hate speech have risen from 2 to 8. Overall, Mr. Bhatt's data shows a rise of 212% of communal provocation in the district of Mangalore. Incidents from 73 in 2010 increasing to 228 in 2015 before plateauing off to 125 in 2017. Boys and girls, interfaith boys and girls going together. Mm is uh, anathema for this. For whom? For the Sangha Parivar. Okay. And also for the Muslim fundamentalists. Right. Recently, a Muslim boy going with the Hindu girl, uh, the Hindutva Brigade immediately gets to them. Right. And a Muslim girl going with a Hindu boy, Muslim fundamentalists try to come to a rescue. You know. And you literally chronicled dozens of such incidents that are happening here in and around Mangalore. Yeah, what do all the incidents that have been taking place, uh, they're there the, in my records for you to see. Oral policing by the, by both the, the extremists. Yes, both the, both the extremists. And yet, for Team Hindutva, the narrative is strictly one-sided. भारतीय जनता पार्टी के होनहार कार्यकर्ताओं को मौत के घाट उतार दिया उनको सह देने वाले कौन थे कम्युनलिज्म की कोमवाद की एबीसी से लेकर पीएफआई सीमी और भी न जाने क्या-क्या हिंसा की ये वर्णमाला कर्नाटक को किसने सौगात के रूप में दी है In a quiet neighborhood in Suratkal in Mangalore, we make our way to the home of Deepak Rao. Many VIPs have come and gone before us. The grief, however, still hangs heavy. Deepak's father died years ago. He was the sole support for his mother and his brother, who is hearing and speech impaired. 
ಕೇಳಬೇಕಾಗಿತ್ತು ಇದು ಘಟನಾ ಆದ್ಮೇಲೆ ಯಾರ್ಯಾರು ಬಂದ್ರು ನೀವು ನೋಡೋಕೆ ಚೀಫ್ ಮಿನಿಸ್ಟರ್ ಬಂದ್ರ ಸಿಕ್ಕಿದ್ದಾರೆ many incident what happened around us in another part of mangalore the home of bashir killed bashir in retaliation for deepak's murder i called my uncle they were not picking the phone and lately i called uh, my mother my mother was crying and and again again called my uncle he told that uh, your dad some people has come and uh, they have uh, attacked attack my dad and he is in hospital now is very serious bashir son says that here in the politics of visits only one side came the other did not did amit shah visit you no amit shah didn't visit here amit shah came to deepak rao's place right. and it's only 4 km far from deepak rao place deepak rao's place so he didn't come here when he can come from delhi book a flight and come to mangalore which is 1000 km far away it's only 4 km he didn't come here but the chief minister went to deepak rao the deep chief minister went first he went there then he came here vande mataram vande mataram vedavyasthamat ki vedavyasthamat ki in the heart of mangalore an unusual sight bjp vote kodu pura rickshaw dakulu bjp vote ke nundale holi na vote sang parivar outfits openly backing the bjp candidate So we are here in Mangalore and that is Jagdish Shenawa he is the local head of the VHP and he and his men are out here campaigning for the BJP candidate this is an unusual sight it's rare to see sang parivar organizations coming out and campaigning so openly for the BJP as per my knowledge yeah. there was no that much in intensity even in lok sabha election it was Full never sang parivar is involved in this in this man i have never seen even in lok sabha election you've never seen it before uh, no only in uh, i think in 1997 uh, uh, this in emergency time it, it was like so, so much so otherwise is, it is not that this this is happening the killings we are told have galvanized the sang parivar what has happened because led to this because these five years hmm. 24 of our boys were killed by jihadis pfi sdpa people and every activity of uh, sidramaya hmm. is anti hindu that is a full sang parivar is openly supporting the bhp BJP. now you know this is something which the sang parivar bjp has been repeated again and again 24 people killed yeah. but now so many people have done stories reported on that list and they found that in 14 cases the murders had nothing to do with muslims it was some suicide or it was a personal case in one case the first person on the list ashok pujari is not even dead he's alive no i don't know no 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 i i don't think uh, what your information is right but we will never give you wrong information because in south in dakshin kannada itself yes. prashant pujari yes. sharat madiwala yes. deepak pujari raju kotyan yes. raju kotyan was killed just because he had tilak in his for this thing for for it that's what but nothing else say, but at the same time jagdishi that it's not just one side even the hindutva side is also going and killing people like has happened with the case of bashir i i can say you tell you that only in south kendra at least 
something is happening something but is happening meaning means see he said uh, basir yeah i think uh, we are not uh, endorsing it but it has happened how how the youngsters can keep quiet when a 23 years boy was killed for no reason bharat mata ki sanatan hindu dharm ki the bjp's emphasis on hindu victimhood is in keeping with its use of hardline hindutva along karnataka's troubled coast so far it's paid rich political dividends all three mps from coastal districts are from the bjp all three are hindutva hardliners yelli tanaka ee jatyatitatiya bhrameyinda naavu horagade bandu rashtriya drishtikonavanu ittukondu yochane madudilla alli tanakano namma daurbhagya higane the pfi also hopes to gain from their brand of extremist politics they performed poorly in the 2013 assembly elections but did well in the recent local body elections in the mangalore and udupi region i'm joined by mohammed saqib who heads the pfi he joins me from bangalore mr saqib thanks for joining me now the pfi is the other side of the coin of the bajrang dal you too are accused of using violence to make political gains the ideology and the education process of pfi nowhere involves this okay we educate we organize we agitate for our constitutional rights but there are incidents there are incidents where some relatives of our members were targeted and our members organized themselves and they have they did something against for that the organization cannot be blamed the organization the organization has some set of agenda on which the organization is working but the nia has charged the pfi for having links to terror activities nia nia has become a political tool of the bjp now they are nia is used now nia is used to pressurize islamic or muslim organizations who are speaking against the rss okay and nia is used to remove files and keep empty blank papers to protect rss members who are involved in bomb blast in this election they're only contesting three seats all outside the mangalore region now the bjp alleges that the pfi and the congress are in a secret deal the congress goes soft on cases against you in exchange the pfi is not contesting these elections barring just three seats no no this point should be explained we are we are an organization who want to keep bjp away from power and we are also an organization who educate muslims and dalits to not to become an vote bank only of the congress party okay these are two contradicting things one don't become the don't become a tool which will bring bjp to power and also don't become just an vote bank that is what is india today okay yeah to keep bjp out of power there are places where bsp mahesh is contesting we are supporting him there are some places where an aam aadmi party candidate is fighting well we are supporting him and there are places where sgpi candidate is fighting well we are supporting them so there are places where janata dal candidate will win okay where we are supporting them though they have an internal deal with the bjp fueling the unrest is a state government that has allowed politics to cloud a clear response to the violence in january this year as elections loomed the dgp of karnataka issued a letter asking for cases against innocent minorities to be withdrawn in the dakshin kannada district the letter was withdrawn after a backlash in january the police wrote a letter saying let us drop cases against innocent minorities no. in uh, this district dakshin kannada district no 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 not like that it's uh, there is a uh, some methodics there okay simply 
cannot draw any case from uh, uh, police cases. It is not, a, it is a propaganda. But the letter was withdrawn because of pressure? That is, uh, innocence means, uh, what is the meaning? Hmm. Innocence. It is not a big thing. These people are uh, creating problems. No, but it is not effect for us. But it only said innocent minorities. That's why they said that uh, BJP said this is appeasement. All the raitas, innocent, uh, other people also withdraw the cases. It is uh, uh, not Muslim Muslim, uh, minorities only. All the others are also withdrawn the case. Is that you have a situation here where Bajrangal versus PFI, they each are killing the other and the police is not able to stop it. No, I, I don't think it's so. Not at all. Not okay. at all. There are incidents where, uh, and uh, police of the day has acted uh, in the best possible way and has contained it. Okay. Uh, so but then why see, does it keep happening you, then? If you see, uh, it's not happening every year. If you go through the records and data, it's not every year. It's once in a while, suddenly something happens and then we have got some issues on our hand. But again, in my opinion, this is not very typical only of this city. The impact on elections of this divisive politics unclear, but the damage it has done to ordinary families and communities all too clear. Listen to Deepak Rao's neighbors. Look, in this area, you will also get many Muslims. And the owner of the owner is also a Muslim. Deepak? Deepak. Ka. Boss? Boss. Achha, wo Muslim? Hai. Muslim. So, his owner is called Majid, bol ke uska naam hai. वो इतना रो रहा था बिचारे का हम हम भी उसका माने उसका उसको फेस नहीं कर पा रहे तो इतना उसको भी दुख हुआ है तो मेरा सब ये क्या मुझे इतना इसका पीछे क्या है पता नहीं चल the attackers who came to do this, they are not from our place. Right. But the people who showed my dad was from my place. His name is Anup. Right. Uh, the person called Anup, he showed my dad to them. Okay, there's another guy near, uh, stays nearby here. His name is Tilak Rajshetty. He's already inside the jail mm. in another murder case, I believe. So he planned and he asked this guy to show my dad.